You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sobriety with me, Ari. I am in my new apartment. It has been an extremely stressful mm, you know what I'm gonna walk that back that was that was that was uh, exaggerated it hasn't been an extremely stressful couple of weeks months it has been somewhat stressful but mostly good I am moved into a new place and that is part of why there was no episode last week my angel of a mother just, you know, drove down and was like, here I am. I know you are 30 years old, but you still need your mom. And she is right because I am 30 going on 13. And she was so, so, I mean, I can't even explain how helpful she was with everything. We got everything moved. We, you know, found furniture. We went to thrift stores. We got, we got basically my new apartment looking like an actual home and a place that I live uh, within the week, which was amazing because I just know myself and there's a lot of things I would have just kind of left in boxes and home improvement things I probably wouldn't have done and she just came and she just was, she just showed up and was my mom, you know? And it was really, really helpful for me to transition over here because like I said in a previous episode, I suck with change. Um, Anything that sort of, deviates from what I'm used to really throws me for a loop and while this is good for me and this is a growing opportunity and like so many good good things about moving into this place it changes a lot of what I'm used to and thank god my mom was here because she really helped. We also had plans to record an episode but every day we would have like walked I mean, I was finally clocking like over 10,000 steps a day, which, you know, I sometimes look at what I've clocked and it's like, you walked 1,000 steps today. And I'm just like, do I move? And the answer is no, I don't move. I move from my bed to my desk, to the bathroom, to the kitchen, back to my bed. But we were walking everywhere, moving things. I swear to God, I better have big ass muscles after this week of moving because I felt, I felt like She-Hulk. Like I was like, so, I actually don't know what She-Hulk is. I just, it sounds like the, the, you know, the, the female version of Hulk, which I would imagine is big and strong. So that's how I felt, big and strong. And every day we would do so much stuff moving and on top of like just working I had to work my regular hours go into the office stuff like that and I also wanted to show her a good time take her out to eat show her some things so it would be like eight o'clock each night we'd be like all right so today's the day we're gonna record an episode together and then we would turn and look around and be like let's just watch an episode of Gilmore Girls (laughs) too tired however we will be recording an episode through zoom because on my last night with her staying with me and helping, we made a really special discovery um, and stumbled upon a video that has to do with my late father that was really um, cathartic and emotional and meaningful for both of us. We like sobbed. So I'm going to have her on. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. But yeah, it's just been, it's been a lot. And I think in the back of my mind, I've been thinking 
as I do with these sort of transformative moments in life when I make a big change, I get very emo and philosophical and annoying. And I just kind of have been thinking like, what is the value that I bring in this world? Not in like a, what is my, who even cares? I don't even no. In like a, just an, like a, just asking myself, what's the value that I bring? Like, what's the value of this podcast? Like, what is, what is this? Because when it started, I think I just kept wanting things to do because with sobriety and recovery, I, part of getting structure and settled and feeling safe was finding other things to do that weren't drinking. And that's what I tell a lot of people who maybe are sober curious is just finding other things in the beginning to occupy your time is so important and so huge. And of course, I mean, like, you know, figuring out the root of why you drink or all these things, the boring stuff, right? But just finding pockets to fill the time. Because with drinking, time becomes this weird limbo. It's like it doesn't, it kind of ceases to exist or it speeds up. And, you know, before you know it, I mean, it just goes by so fast. And that was a lot of why I would drink was this boredom and this loneliness and it would just speed up time. It would just speed up life, which I don't want to do that now. I don't want to speed up life. Life is so short and so precious and so unpredictable. I don't want to speed it up. And so that is part of sobriety is, you know, that the sort of one day at a time, taking each moment as it comes. Um, that's why it's so special, because I think when you get sober, you realize you get your time back. And that's really scary, too, and really overwhelming. And it can be uh, a difficult part in the beginning, but it's also a really beautiful part to realize you're getting your time back to do whatever you want, to discover who you are, to discover what you want to do. You're getting your time back. And I've just been thinking, yeah, what is my purpose? And is this podcast to entertain myself? Because I would say like 75% of the things I do, I do to entertain myself. Yes. Am I sharing them on public platforms? Am I like talking to myself on Instagram stories? Am I writing? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of things and I'm putting it out for public consumption. But ultimately, the creating of it and even the putting it out there uh, is entertaining myself. And I think that's kind of just from growing up an only child. Um, and, you know, being an, an introvert, I'm an introvert that likes to perform. I'm an introvert that likes to put on a show for people and, you know, have all eyes on me and have attention. But yeah, being an only child, I just I've always entertained myself and I've always known how to have fun and make myself laugh and all those kinds of things. And so I think in part, I'm like, yes, this podcast has been to entertain myself, to t- take up time, to spend those drinking hours doing something that feels uh, both introspective for myself and something that I can kind of process recovery and just my life with and then connect with other people, talk to other people. I mean, the amount of messages I've gotten from people who relate, I mean, that's always what, that's always a rewarding part. It's like as much as I'm entertaining myself, the it's unbelievably rewarding to hear other people be like, this thing you did, to either express yourself or entertain yourself or make yourself feel better, it made me feel better too. Or I connected to it or I also understand you. That's a very priceless feeling. 
And then I think I I get, I guess maybe not imposter syndrome, but I, I get a little bit like, am I ever going to be able to pivot this into some sort of career thing? And do I want to? And would I want to? And would that would that take something away from it? Would that make it less special? And I think ultimately the answer is no, because I've never been the kind of person, I've never been the artist, so to say, or the content creator that's like, you know, um, I don't know, the idea of like a sellout, right? I've always found that bizarre. I mean, I think if you are accepting money from people who's like, morals and beliefs and whatever you don't align with like that's one thing but whenever people talk about being a sellout which I think is like more of like a 2000s thing maybe like late 90s thing do people really say that anymore I feel like everyone when I was growing up it was like oh that band is such a sellout um and I feel like I don't hear that as much anymore but I don't really buy into that I personally feel like you know you can make stuff you can grow you can get money from it you can get bigger audiences like that those are all awesome things and I yeah I don't know I've just been thinking I'm like who am I (laughs) who am I and what do I want to do in this world and as I set these building blocks for a life quite literally right placing furniture moving into a new space that is all mine that I can turn into whatever I want I mean well I can't turn it into whatever I want you know I'm not going to like run a brothel out of my apartment, but who am I? And and what, what are those next building blocks? Like what is this podcast going to look like? What is my social media, you know, content creation going to look like? And I don't know, like maybe is 30 supposed to just be like a super introspective year where because I don't have kids and I don't have a partner and I'm not a homeowner, I'm just like kind of looking around and being like, what will I leave this world with and who will I be and how will I be remembered? And again, not in like a bad way, not in like a, not in like an existential crisis way um, because I don't feel pressure about it and I don't feel like, who will I be? Will I matter? I know I matter. I know I matter to my family. I know I matter to my friends. I know I matter to people on the internet even, uh, people I don't know. Um, And... I guess I think I'm in this like exploration part of my life, which means you guys will also hear a lot of me exploring and figuring out what that means. And I I hope I'll always explore. I mean, I say like this isn't self-help. This is self-discovery. And I'm going to be constantly discovering and discovering myself through recovery and life and, and, and living and living in recovery. Because isn't life just we're always recovering from something? Sometimes I wonder, do I grab onto things and make them so much a part of my identity, my brand, you know, my brand. And I wonder, do I do myself a disservice when I do that? This is a weird aside, but in um, college, in like late high school, early college, or my early, early 20s, I was obsessed with sharks. Don't know why. But I just had this moment where I became like super obsessed with sharks. And it was like my thing to be like, I love sharks. Sharks are my favorite animal. Shark week is is my high, you know, my, 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 I was going to say my high holy holidays, which is like a Jewish thing. Um, and 
I don't know why, really, but I just really liked sharks. And I turned it into so much of my identity that, that, that I there was a while where on the internet, like in my early, early 20s, like, you know, I don't know, like 2013, 2014, I would like call myself Mama Shark and I would brand myself as like, I had all these shark figurines and people would give me shark stuff for my birthday. And then as sometimes we do with life, I sort of like stop giving a shit about sharks. Like I still care about sharks. Like I don't want, you know, I want sharks to like live and thrive. And, you know, anytime people are like, you know, don't do bad things to sharks. I think sharks are very interesting and cool. But uh, do I feel like I need to have them uh, as a part of my just like uh, brand and life? No, not so much. I'm kind of over it. (laughs) But then I just kept getting like shark gifts from everyone. And I remember being like, ah, shit, I went too hard on the shark thing. And now, uh, and now I'm not as interested anymore. And it's like a hyperfixation that has kind of worn off. And I thought, ah, shit, now I'm the shark girl. And I mean, it's kind of waned now. And I don't think people like talk about it as much. And there are times where like I, where I wonder if I'm going to do that to sobriety. Not saying I'm going to not be sober. I intend to continue this for the rest of my life like this is you know again I wake up every day and it's one day at a time but I intend to stay sober but there are times I like wonder if I've talked about it so much if I've made it my identity like is this all people will want from me and I've kind of had that throughout my life where I'll, you know, talk a lot about mental health, anxiety, again, things that are real to me and I struggle with and are real parts of my identity. Do they create the whole of me? No, Um, they're a part of me. And, you know, this is even, again, a silly thing. But like lately, I've been creating a lot of content, making jokes about playing The Sims. And then I was like, oh, shit. Is The Sims going to become my shark? Am I going to talk about this too much? And then, you know, in a couple of years when I'm like not really playing The Sims as much, people are going to be like, oh, uh, The Sims. And I'm going to be like, yeah. And I think that that's just kind of like an interesting part of being a person is that these things, you know, come and go. And sometimes we're more invested in them. And I just happen to be the person that like broadcasts so much stuff that these parts of my life get really kind of um, highlighted, I guess. And sometimes I worry and I wonder like, oh shit, I made a whole podcast about being sober and recovery. And what if, what if I, I don't have anything to say about those subjects anymore? And sometimes I do feel like that. And then that's when I go, oh yeah, but I could also just talk about whatever the fuck I want because it's my podcast. And yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of what I where I've been lately, just thinking like, who am I? And not like I'm a blank canvas. I got a lot of things that are just me and will always be inherently me. But where am I going next? And who will who will I be in 10 years? And um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to put such vague thoughts into a podcast. But I don't know. It's both. I I, I think it's liberating to be like, I am. I am always changing. And I my one my one constant, my one constant is that I overshare online. You know, that's my one constant is that I like 
you know, I enjoy online validation and uh, I'm just always going to be finding ways to literally just put things out there for public consumption. That is the constant. That has been the constant of my life. Literally from the minute I got a computer and I was allowed to like post videos when YouTube first started in like 2004. That's been the constant of my life. So that's the one thing that won't change. I'm going to be 80 years old and I'm going to be like, you know, vlogging or whatever the next version of TikTok is when I'm 80. Um, But, you know, until then, I'm just figuring it out. And um, there really wasn't that much in this podcast except for me to say um, I really appreciate that anyone just listens and that sometimes I don't know where I'm going when I start talking, but I find the end of the sentence and sometimes it's a long and winding road and the fact that you're still listening uh, really does mean something to me. And honestly, my pink cloud of the week Like, I'm not even going to put the jingle in because my pink cloud is that I've created this space to grow and that and that I've never actually I've never actually limited myself when it comes to creating and that I've never really felt held back by, you know, trying something new in a kind of creative uh, social media content creation kind of way. And I hope I never lose that. And um, yeah, I don't know. It a lot of just a lot of just like really cathartic emotional things I feel like happened this week. And I'm gonna go into that more with my mom, who hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll be next Monday. So tune in for that. Um, but I just want to say thank you all so much, and um, I love you. Sometimes I say I love you, and I don't mean it. But this time. This time I mean it. I love you. Okay. I'll talk to you next week.